Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron, this is Caleb. Man, we're just grateful just to have you guys here with us uh, for our, our one year anniversary of this particular podcast as we have uh, somehow managed to at least keep showing up ourselves. So uh, hopefully you've journeyed with us <laughs> through the last year. But uh, man, around here we are real, raw, relational, and this is Cedar Point Church's fastest growing podcast. That you know, we've, we've officially claimed that title. We're holding on to it, um, never to let it go. Um, but uh, we just want to encourage you, check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, and uh, like, share our content, whether it's for the podcast itself or um, just for our recovery ministry here at the church we would love if you would just help us to grow again our reach our, our influence our impact our our egos all of those things um come into play here and so we just uh we love all the accolades five star reviews comments that are are positive our uh, sensitive palates can't take any critique um <laughs> it, um again um man, just thanks for being on this journey yeah i mean you know the uh <laughs> the fact that we've uh, continued to show up after you know for for a solid year of doing this uh, should actually show that we really don't care what people think. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's been good. It's uh, I mean it doesn't seem like we've been doing it that long, which yeah. is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, this is such a pain in the butt to set up, oh, it like is. to do every week. Like, I mean, it is. I don't think you guys realize what goes into this. You know, um, it's. Uh, it's hard to see, you know, if you watch the camera angle and everything, but we're, we're, you know, we're sitting in the, the old sanctuary if you're part of our church on, on the stage here and, uh, it's a, it's a hassle. Yes. It's a hassle. This table's stupid heavy. Stupid heavy. <laughs> we have to pull it out of a back closet every time we're going to shoot and put it up on the stage yeah. and set all this stuff up and it's yeah, just like, It's uh. incredibly sketchy. Sometime, one time somebody asked, hey, could, uh, I use your podcast setup? You know, they're like, no. No, I, I barely set it up for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're no. definitely not setting it up for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, it's, uh, it has been good. Um, and, you know, we just do want to say thank you for, the, you know, the, the five or six people that have, that have listened and, mm -hmm. you know, continue. Thanks, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just, uh, you know, been been with us uh, from the beginning. You know, what's yeah. sad is my, my wife has only listened to a couple episodes. We were giving her a hard time. Um, we asked her, you know, what was your, your favorite episode um, over the past year? Um, knowing that my wife doesn't listen to any of this. Uh, her excuse is, I listen to you talk enough. Um, she's like, yeah, I live with you. I show up to Monday nights, listen to you preach. It's like, that's all you're getting. You um, need to tell her, though, that Jill listens. Jill listens. I, I've she tried to guilt to her. My, my wife is... She, it's, <laughs> She, she's not moved at all. There, yeah. There's just nothing. Um, it's, uh, she has to be pretty stubborn to stay married to you, though. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, God knew what he was doing. But, yeah, yeah there's no grief. <laughs> there's no nothing. Just, she's, you no, know. I see it. I see it when you tell her. And she's just like, yep. Yeah. Guilt is not an emotion she has when it comes to no. so, any of that um, part. So, you know, I tried to ask you, though, what, what was your favorite episode? And she's just, she's got nothing. She's like, her oh. episode. Yeah, yeah, her episode. She listened to three, the first three, um, which she didn't listen to those till we were like, you know, two weeks in, three yeah. weeks in. And we kept telling everybody, don't listen to those. <laughs> so yeah, not very good. not all of them. Yeah, please stay away from the beginning. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I listened to those in mine. Um, like, you were a part of yours. And yeah. Yeah, she goes back and listens to all of that. <laughs> now, I'm not saying I wouldn't do the same thing, you know, yeah. but it's like, all right, whatever. But um, <laughs> that kind of brings us to, uh, you know, what we, what we do is just kind of uh, take a take a moment of reflection over the past year. Um, you know, hopefully find some motivation to continue for ourselves here. Um, See if we can figure out if we've done something good in a year's worth of episodes. You know, I, I think we absolutely have because if if anything else, we have ridiculed the, the Mormon church. And, <laughs> you know, I think that's a win. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's that. <laughs> Um, and we bagged on Pastor Rick. I mean, we do, we do. All of that was worth the last 52 weeks. Yeah, was worth just that. I mean, the one you know, one uh, consistent feedback we do get is that you know we're people other than ourselves think that we're funny, so that's good, and so we're we're bringing laughter into the world, so yeah. that's a plus. Um, um, it helps me know things I need to work on, like uh, remembering what my anniversary is. You got so it. That's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Um, you know, so that's kind of, that's, that's good. But, you know, it also helps us, you know, just talking out uh, different things and concepts and, uh, you know, I think, uh, 
Oh, um, you know, we're able to, to, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, elucidate more on, um, you know, concepts and things related to recovery that maybe we don't get to go into, like on a Monday night, you know, or in small groups or something. And, and it's been helpful to talk to people, you know, I'm having conversations with, you know, guys in the house or something. And we say, hey, you know, we just talked about that for 45 minutes to an hour on a podcast. So, you know, go listen to that and get some information from that. So that's, that's been a plus, I think, for, um, for what, you know, an actual real plus, not yeah, <laughs> make people laugh. You know, it absolutely has. I mean, it's been a tool that I've, I've utilized um, where, you know, we have, um, again, just touched on things that, that we maybe not, um, you know, that, that we don't have the opportunity to. And uh, so I know one of the things we wanted to do um, today is just kind of uh, touch on some of our favorite episodes, yeah. things that, that we thought uh, were impactful. Um, and uh, in, in that, encourage you to, to go back and, and check it out yourselves. And uh, maybe there's something you've missed. Um, and, and on that, you know, here in, in a little bit, you know, we're gonna, um, you know, at the end of this, we always encourage you to reach out. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop, you know, our email here right now, info at cedarpoint.church, or um, and you can, you can email us. We would love to hear from you some of your favorite content that we've touched on to help us to continue to grow um, moving forward. Um, but uh, so, you know. Caleb, what was uh, what was one of your favorites? Um, I will say, uh, I think both of our, um, I enjoyed both of our interviews with Janelle um, because she really liked my book, so that was yeah, the main part. Yeah, you got the best review ever. <laughs> that so. was yeah, she, she did way better than your crappy reviews. Well, she does a lot of things better than me. <laughs> yeah, and then um, obviously our other interview with uh, your sister uh, Amanda. It's just fun to have her on so she could bag on you so that was good um yeah and i i will say i mean those are uh we've done three interviews rick sucked um so yeah, don't bother with that one but um <laughs> it wasn't because of the content it was just the, the uh the, the production level i think so yeah but that's that's good because then that gives us a reason to have him back on yeah it does um but uh, i love testimonies i love stories i think a lot of um other people do so you if you didn't know that you know we we've, we've had two of those we've had again amanda and janelle and um it really in my opinion it's one of those things i mean it's it's revealed the need to continue to grow that content um more, yeah. more testimonies more stories um, you know, I think it's one of those things that uh, I would anticipate seeing over the next year, um, hopefully. But uh, those were those were great. You know, one of my favorites, um, actually, it had to do. I'm trying to remember. I'm like looking um, how how we uh, worded it, but it had to do with um, with family and not having to just accept family in your life because oh, yeah. it was called family <clears throat> was it just called family yeah. look at that <laughs> episode, episode 35 episode 35 um and you know one of the things we touched on that because we see it so much in, in our community especially the recovery community is you allow unhealthy family members into your life into your family that are detrimental and other than the fact that you guys you know share some dna um there's nothing about them that um, would cause you to allow that same person in your life um, absent of that, right? If you, you took out the DNA connection, it'd be like a person you'd like, yeah, you can't stay in my house or watch my kids. You're unhealthy. But then you put the, the label dad in front of it. And it's like, oh, yeah, dad, you can get drunk and watch my kids all yeah. you want. It's like, why? <laughs> I'm just obligated to put up with this crap. Yeah. It's you know, I got to love my dad. Well, yeah, you do. But, you know, you don't have to let him do this yeah. or, you know, whoever that means. Don't have to put your children or, at risk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, so for me, that was one um, <clears throat> that uh, that I do. I, I, I like that episode. It's probably been the one that I've encouraged people to go listen to the most, too. Um, but I can also look at the views and downloads on it and know that uh, not nearly enough people have engaged on that one yeah. in particular because there's a lot of you out there. Some of you are quite possibly listening right now. Yeah. Um, you need to go check that out. So. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say the same thing about um, one of my others. And this is a whole this is a whole group of, of episodes. This is our little series on romantic relationships. Yep. <laughs> we definitely know that not enough people listen to that because we still see the same crap going on. <laughs> and it's just like, God, please stop. Just stop. Stop, 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 yeah. stop. That was a three-part <laughs> episode or a little yeah, series was... we did, uh, episode 28, 29, and 30 um, on romantic relationships. And, yeah, that's another one that um, – Man, the views and downloads on that should be way higher because uh, we see you. Um, yeah. It's uh, we talk about you behind your. Back. No. <laughs> people do talk about you behind your back. Well. Um, trust me, um, you you look like a hoe. Uh, 
just stop just stop um stop bouncing from from man to man woman to woman it's gross um and it's just not i mean it's just not not healthy healthy. i mean it's just like what are you trying to do you know i was talking to i was talking to jill about this it's like it's it seems like in in the especially with the ladies um i've said next time i I talk about romantic relationships i'm going to use this this comparison so so we just we just recently bought a vehicle and um you know we knew you know our we drive a an expedition because we got you know there's five of us and uh and and our expedition had over two hundred thousand miles and we knew you know it was about time it's like your dog you know it's like yeah. it's about time to you know part ways and so <clears throat> old yeller's done. yeah it's like so so it's like okay let's get rid of this thing before something breaks and and we have no value in it and and we're we're stuck and so you know we 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 get on cars.com and we start you know filtering through all the different you know looking for what we want we know what you know color we want what you know what year how many miles and all this stuff and you know we found another expedition that met all that criteria went and got it at the price we wanted and um you know we're pretty happy with that purchase now another car buying experience i've had in the past was i had a a, a car that had over we were at 100 i remember it was like 198,000 miles it was like because i bought it brand new and i was like i'm gonna get this thing to 200,000 miles because i like to just drive cars till the wheels fall and um uh jill happened to be driving and she got rear-ended and um which totaled the car because it was it was a focus it had almost 200,000 miles had no value basically and so the, the insurance is like, here, here's a check for a thousand bucks. Go find yourself with another vehicle. And it's like, okay, <laughs> and, you know, and so, you know, you're, and they, they take your car and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm without a car now. Yeah. And I have a thousand dollars to go find a car, which is like, you know, I knew everything that was wrong with the car I had before. I've got no idea what's, you know, you look on a Craigslist for a thousand dollar vehicle yeah. and, and you just take whatever it is <clears throat> you get. And that's how... I was telling her, I said, this is how a lot of the ladies in recovery are. Instead of, you know, knowing what you want and being patient and filtering through the results and saying, this is, you know, I want a man of God. I want somebody who's mentally stable. I want somebody who's not in active addiction. I want, you know, they act like the second example. They, 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 their insurance is giving them a thousand dollar check and they're like, I've got to get something now. Yeah. <laughs> and they just settle for whatever instead of knowing what they want and going through the process and, and being happy with the purchase so to speak don't purchase a man you know but um you know and they, and they and we just still see that and that's what we talked about in in that whole series was like first you got to get, get yourself right and then know what you want and then you know trust god to help find it and be in a healthy place um when you're when you're trying to get in a relationship and we just still see that kind of thing so we definitely need to a point people back to that, but two will probably, you know, yeah. be doing the that. The only thing I would change about that is uh, I don't feel like they're actually buying the car. It's more like a crappy lease agreement. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a rental. It's a, it's a rental. <laughs> I paid. A th- I used all my money for this rental. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and this was especially the again the, the ladies. They treat themselves like they're the they're the rental. Like you know, I just yeah. have to settle with what I can find. It's yeah. like no, you don't. You know, trust me. There is there's. <laughs> You know, women women can be selective if they choose to be, and you can you can find somebody. You know, you just have to be more patient. You don't have to. You know, like I said, there's a difference between being in this crunch where it's like I have to have this. You know, I got to replace my vehicle. We have to have two cars so we can both go to work. Versus like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my time and plan, and you know, um, so we don't put ourselves in a pinch and we're not we're not acting out of desperation. So. Yeah, the romantic relationship episodes were really were good, um, and you know, a lot of times people don't want to listen to that stuff because nobody wants to be told they're, what they're doing is wrong, especially when it comes to that that area of their life. Because you know, you you're just in love, at least you think you are. You have that puppy love, and you're just like, oh, he's so great. It's like, no, he's not. <laughs> you need to not at all. Yeah, and so you know, <clears throat> you need to listen to those episodes, and you need to, to have some discernment, and you need to trust. The people that you've trusted all of your life for everything else in your life and then it's just in this one area all of a sudden you're like no they don't know what they're talking about yeah. they don't see the what how good of a man he is but i can truly see it you yeah. know it's like no 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 stop and i've said it a hundred times and i'll say it a hundred more the two things that I've, i i see just constantly that cause people to fall back into recovery or into addiction is 
not cutting cutting loose the friends that they made while they were in addiction, the ones that helped you get there, and then romantic relationships. Oh yeah, that's the two biggest things. Yeah, and it's it's such a, a sad trap. And um, again, um, we all we all know somebody who's in this category. They're in your circle. Um, it's like a plague on society right now. Um, you are quite possibly one of those people. Um, that we're talking about, um, so we encourage you to go back and listen to that. And I think one of my other ones, and this kind of ties into that, um, that I really enjoyed in the past year was the one, um, it was a two-part, I believe, too, but it was codependency and enabling. Yeah. Um, and, uh, again, it's there's a huge tie-in there, um, but it's, again, it's so prevalent, it's not talked about. Um, and I don't know how we got to this place in society where, again, we, we see people make poor relationship decisions, and, again, so many people talk and gossip about it, like, and then nobody says anything. And then you see unhealthy codependency, and it's the same thing. All these people talk about it, but nobody goes to the person and it's like, hey, you're an idiot. You need to stop, or this is unhealthy. Um, and so that's why I uh, I really I like those episodes. And, you know, the, the great thing is you can just kind of uh, – Maybe to share the podcast with somebody you know. It's like, hey, yeah. there's a really great podcast. And just so happened to send them the episode right. that has to do with relationship or codependency. And um, maybe they'll get the hint. Yeah, you're like, this uh, is their latest episode. They're like, no, they released it in October. Yeah. Oh, no, just trust me. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Check it out. Um, is there something you want to tell me? No, just listen. Just, just listen. listen. No, I, didn't, I didn't say it. It's yeah. those guys. It's those yeah. two morons on the thing that said that. Don't get mad at me. Oh, we man. can we can be the we can be the bad guys. That's fine. Yeah, I would I would love to. Yeah, um, if it helps them. Yeah, um, we're we're cool with saying tough truth. Oh, uh, and uh, there was a lady, man. I wish I I need to find her. She was talking about her Monday night and how when she first started showing up. Um, and I think this pertains to the podcast because it's the same type of you know culture and attitude. Um, but she's like, I I almost didn't stay. You know, because, you know, it was making me so uncomfortable. Did you call her stupid? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, I stupid. Um, then she's like, but then the post continues, and it's just like, but I continue to show up, and just talking about um, the growth that she's experienced as times went on. Um, and I thought, man, that, that, that right there, it's like, she, she got hit with hard truth that um, probably was not said very gracefully by me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, could have left, almost did, chose to stay and endure, and then come back and endure again. And because of that, God's truth um, entered into her life, and she was changed. Yeah, so. yeah you know, and I, I always know that's a, that's a point of contention. That can be a point of contention with some people, and especially in the, in the church, especially the churchy church people it's oh, yeah. like oh those guys you guys you know <coughs> you say people are stupid and you say these things and it's like yeah well you know we talk tough because we deal with tough people and and the last thing people in addiction need is somebody to come you know and just pat them on the head and say oh, it's yeah. okay it's okay just keep doing what you're doing it's okay you know god loves you well yeah god loves you but you know i'm not, like a like any good parent well at least like i said a good parent you know if my kid's doing something stupid I'm not, well, it's okay. I still love you. That's why, okay. hey, this is why your kids are out of control, people. <laughs> it's because you keep doing stuff like that. You No, I'm like, listen, I'm going to, if you don't stop, I'm going to whip you till you can't stand them. I'm going to sit no more. You know, like, I'm going to, I'm going to dole out some punishment. I'm going to, listen, this is, you know, and it's because I love them. Because I want my kids to grow up and be, you know, capable adults when they leave my house. I don't want them to, I don't want to raise failures no. you know i don't want them to go out and just be you know once they're on their own like i can't i can't handle the real world and that's that's what's happened so much with so many people it's like and especially in addiction and re, um, in recovery is like they they have turned to whatever it is they're addicted to 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 deal with the you know the, to, to cope with the world right they they get into tough times like, I don't want to. I don't want to feel this way, so I'm just going to drug myself into oblivion every time I feel a feeling I don't like. It's like, no, suck it up. You yeah. know, sometimes you have to be told to suck it up, and, and to to you, you're going to have to just face it. No, no, nobody's guaranteed. Nobody said that life has to be easy or that we're owed anything. And we've been fed this message from society and culture so much that people just can't handle. Oh, somebody said something bad to me or I have an uncomfortable I feel uncomfortable I feel a little bit of boredom I need to pull my phone out and no you need to be uncomfortable you I, I tell my kids that all the time it's like 
I can't, you know, my daughter always wants to take her device with her. I'm like, no, you don't need to take it with you in the car. We're going to Walmart. Like, you'll be fine. <laughs> you need to learn to be bored, you know? Yeah. And that's the same way. And that's why we, that's why we talk this way. Because we're like, you know, it's like, um, you know, no, how many successful coaches do you see when they, you know, like they're players on the field doing their own thing. And they're like, well, it's okay. It's like, no, they yell at them and they tell them it's, to knock it off. I mean, it's, it's funny. I was talking to Coach Key yesterday. <laughs> And I may butcher this, but it's like you were, I can't remember the context of the whole conversation. Um, but he said, you know, one of the things that was said, and again, I may be butchering this, so don't get mad at Coach. This is this comes from me. Um, <laughs> or if Coach is listening, I'm sorry that I screwed it up. Um, but it's like a statement, you know, when people complain, it's uh, who cares? Work harder. Yeah. Like, that's, I like that. I'm like. Uh, but but me, you know, this yeah. is going on. Now. Who cares? Work harder. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't know. Who cares? Work harder. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, keep it's, pushing. Keep trying. Yeah. Um, it's uh, man. I just thought, man, that's just uh, that's great. It's a great statement. Yeah. I mean, I, I we've had that discussion here. Like my both my boys are in band, and um, they just went to the state jazz championship, and <clears throat> they're like, we're standing out there and they're listening to one of the other schools, and like, oh, that school is they're carried by their their sax section they're all all staters and i was like so what it's like if you don't like that then practice yeah you know you carry your band this next year like you do that it's like don't don't sit there and just you know Make uh, surrender to well they're just gonna beat us because they're better why are yeah. they better yeah. because they work at it you know and so they put in the time you know a couple episodes we talked about grit you know i was talking about the book there's a book called grit by um i think it was angela duxworth is her name and in there it, I, I had totally forgot to bring this up during that episode, but um, <clears throat> there was a survey done where, uh, you know, they asked those people, you know, what do you think helps you to be successful? And almost all of them are like hard work. But then when you identify somebody who is very exceptional at what they do, they almost always attribute it to just talent. Yeah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> you just said the way you get there is hard work. And, and, and that's what they find is that, you know, it's actually – the people who, who put in the time, you know, and put in that, that's really what differentiates them. And then when you get into that top 1% of, you know, performers, then it becomes a combination of, you know, the genetics plus the hard work or whatever. But most people can excel by just doing the work, you know, and, and, and being persistent and, and putting that, that stuff in. And so, yeah, what you're talking about there, you know, stop complaining, just work harder, Man. you know, so, yeah. You know, but, but yeah, that's that's um, so it's funny, you know, and I think that's kind of a shock to the system when people listen to us or come on Monday is because they're hearing stuff said in a way that you don't get on any other, you know, from a, maybe a Sunday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I and I think that's that's part of what's helped us to grow is that, you know, we're not sugarcoating it. We're not we're not telling you everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows by just continuing to do the same thing you've been doing. We yeah. said, no, quit being stupid. <laughs> quit quit banging your head against the wall. Quit expecting different results when you haven't changed anything about your life. Like, if you're going to continue doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results. And, um, you know, we're not going to, you know, just, like I said, pat you on the head and hold your hand and say, it's okay. Maybe some t maybe one of these times it'll just happen to work out for you. Like, no. If you want real results, you're going to have to do some, you're going to have to do some work. So. Yeah, and it's one of the things I love about what we get to do is that we can be a little more brash and direct. Um, but um, we would love—I would love to hear. I know Caleb would too. What are some of your favorite episodes? Again, I'm going to drop the email info at cedarpoint.church. Um, email us. Let us know um, what's some of the favorite episodes you've listened to. If you're uncomfortable with that, you see it in person. Let us know. Um, yeah. Man, this is one of the ones that bless us. Uh, we just want to hear from you about what you've enjoyed. Um, but what are some things that we've learned um, from this past year? That um, some truths that we can hold on to. I know we've kind of touched on a, a little bit of those as <laughs> we've kind of crossed over. Um, I think one of my favorites is that um, the Catholic Church is a cult. Um, so. <laughs> There's that. If and you guys, the Mormon church. Yeah, and the Mormon church. And uh, they're not actually Christian or, or um, what, what we would define they're as. They're not a, a denomination. They're not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to. I've been be waiting. I've been like holding on to <laughs> we do our, our one year anniversary. Um, it's a uh, man, it gets me riled up. I was actually having this conversation at breakfast. Um, I know it wouldn't surprise you. It may surprise some of the other people that listen how frequently I get into the conversation of the Catholic Church being a cult. Uh. <laughs> 
No, it doesn't surprise you. Yeah, I didn't think it surprised you. Um, but uh, I would love to have that conversation with you one-on-one -on -one if uh, my statement aggravates <laughs> you. I've got a ton of evidence. Um, <laughs> undeniable truths. You're starting to sound like conspiracy theorists. Yeah, but it's I've true. I've got a lot of evidence. Yeah, it's true, though. My statements that, are true. That gif of the guy with the, the board with all the, the pins and the, the yarn and who the told papers. You, who told you about the board? <laughs> It was a Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> the Pope. The Pope called me and told me about your board. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but on a serious note, <laughs> I, you know, I think one of the things um, for us, like as far as a ministry and what we've done with this, uh, and this is a, a statement I've, I'm, I'm learning to embrace more, and I know I've, I've used it on Aaron quite a bit, um, is don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And that, what that means is that you can't wait for you know the stars to align and everything to be exactly right before you start doing something and that was kind of the thing you know when we went to launch this we were we had talked about it forever and we were like well we need this and this and this and this and this and it's like man we just got to do it and it's and it stunk at the beginning um it stinks less now i think <laughs> i mean <laughs> as far as our ability to just you know to seem <laughs> i know we feel we're a lot looser uh as far as how we i know like the first one just real robotic just <laughs> yeah you know we just say whatever that we had planned to say um <clears throat> but it, you know how that applies to recovery too is like well I, you know i've got to get all these things and you know I, i've got you know next well next next month okay i'll do i'll start i'll start getting clean or i'll start because because then i'll have this in place and i'll have this in place and i'll have this in place and it's like no just start you know same people same with like you know if you want to get everybody uh, wants to get healthy well i can't start till the next year because you know you can't start a goal until you know january 1st yeah. or whatever and so it's like you know well well I'll, I'll start going to the gym you know next month because then you know we'll be through this and this and this and this and this like no don't let the perfect be the, the enemy of the good getting started beats not getting started every time you know so um i know that's one thing for us like i said sometimes we um because me and you both we we want to do something if we do something we want to do it well yeah and um so that can that can really be a, a hamper on um accomplishing goals and, and and getting somewhere because we just keep pushing off starting dates or starting something because we we want it to be just be perfect and sometimes what you got to do is just start and so I said in the context of recovery you know just start you know just start another another um, saying I like is, is ready, fire, aim. And that means, you know, you, that's what it sounds like. You fire. When, when you see where, you know, how far you've missed the target, now we adjust. And, yeah. and we start making adjustments while we're doing something. So, um, you know, I, I think that is um, it's one of those things. I can't even um, overstate um, how much apprehension I had about starting because I am, I get so particular. <laughs> Caleb was like, we're just, we seem to do it. Like, um, so he, he definitely pushed me out of the boat and it's just like, get out, what do you got? Um, but, uh, you know, I'm grateful for it. Um, cause again, we would probably most likely still be waiting for, um, the things that I wanted to wait on. Um, and here we are 52 episodes in, I have no doubt, um, I know for certain um, there's been people that have been impacted by some of those podcasts that otherwise wouldn't have. Um, so what a, um, what's the word? Um, I can't think of it. You know, disservice, disservice to them, you know, had we not done that. Um, and uh, it is so true. Um, I know Caleb talked about, you know, recovering people waiting to change things. Um, just last week and the week before, I was kind of going back and forth with a guy on a phone call about getting into our our, um, our recovery program um, as far as our men's mentoring. And he kept having excuses. Well, I got to figure out something about my car. Um, you got a job? No, no, but I really need the, this car situation figured out. And I'm like, I kind of get that. Um, but then it's like, uh, well, I think I'm gonna, I need to do this over here. And so it's like one thing after another. And then he was waiting for certain insurance thing. Cause I, you know, I'm not gonna do this recovery yet. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna get into treatment. And I was like, well, what are you gonna do? Um, you know, in between this time? Well, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just gonna keep getting high. Like, it's like, okay. cause all of these things aren't perfect yet. Yeah. His recovery can't start until this date. Well, you know what? That guy ain't getting sober. Uh, yeah. I mean, he ain't changing anything cause I mean, the whole mindset's wrong. Like that, that doesn't work. And so I really do like that. I mean, it's, it is about getting started and on the, on the, uh, 
on the other side of that um, is is persistence, and uh, we will likely talk about this more in depth um, next episode. Um, but just being persistent and consistent in that pursuit of what um, what we're doing, that success comes from that. Um, again, Caleb uh, and I are in total agreement. Our first few episodes really blew. Um, <laughs> they, they were rough. Yeah. Um, but we've grown in it. Why? Well, because we just kept doing it. Yeah. Um, it's not like we have some skill set. Well, I mean, that's not a right statement. Um, we're not any more equipped than we were when we started. I can say that. We're, we're using the exact same equipment, yeah. exact same <clears throat> setup. So what happened? Well, we learned because we were just doing. Um, we got better. We made mistakes along the ways. We, we ran into um, hiccups and problems. But we are in a better place now than when we started because, one, we started. We just, we just began, and then we stuck with it. So here we are. Um, I can't say 52. I did think about this. We missed a week. So this is actually... It's still 52 episodes that we've done. Yeah. But we weren't consistent. We missed one we did, week. We did miss... Yeah, one we did. Week. We've done 52 episodes. We got that episode out. We just didn't get it out on our Friday. No, there was one that we didn't... A week we didn't record. Yeah. I don't know. I'm old. I can't even yeah, remember. I don't know. Sure. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's still 52 episodes. Yeah, just shut um, up. <laughs> Um, but there was persistence. Uh, it was uh, people call it the grind, right? This is uh, um, we we we've been grinding on this. We've been pushing forward. So, um, and because of that, we've got results. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, talking about that guy um, <laughs> coming up. I mean, you know, it's funny. It's like you never have you you never um, feel the need to to. Clean out, clean out your email inbox like when you have something else that you need to get done that you don't want to do yeah. right you know like anytime we need to procrastinate it's like oh I gotta go do this you know I gotta go do this thing but man I really need to get that laundry done I gotta get my yard mode I gotta you know all of a sudden all these other things oh, that yeah. we've been putting off it's like oh man those become <clears throat> really important and that's that's us that's a our natural reaction to uh, this you know this idea of okay this the thing that we actually need to do whether it's getting clean or having a difficult conversation or going to the gym or you know in our mind we create you know all this all this discomfort before we haven't even done it right we haven't even done the thing but in our mind we we can create the sensation and so we think well you know task a which is the most important thing is more uncomfortable than Task B, C, D, E, F that I've been putting off for so now all of a sudden those things take priority, and so we we're, we're trying to we're trying to rationalize then why we're not doing task A because well we got all these other things that are more important you know now all of a sudden it's more important um, and so that's your brain's playing playing a trick on you and then so that's part of again not letting the perfect be the enemy of the good is that um, sometimes you just need to do it without being ready but sometimes. It's it's you trying to trying to avoid being uncomfortable. Yeah. And, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, especially you know when we, we hardly ever see results um, when we start something. I mean, there's very few things that results come quickly or, or immediately or anything like that. And um, you know, that's again something that I have a hard time with. Um, I'm an incredibly impatient person. Um, no. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> And, um, you know, so through this process, you know, it's really, it's helped me to grow in that. And just what we've done in recovery in general um, is, you know, just results. Results come. They come slower than I want them to come. Um, but, you know, that's been a great takeaway again. Just uh, and just grind it out. So whatever you're doing in life that's positive, not negative, but the positive things that you're doing, um, results will come. Um, you just keep pushing with it. So Yeah. I can't remember who is it. Tony Robbins or something like says we we underestimate what we can do in five years but we we overestimate what we can do in like one year or something like that but it's like yeah, yeah you know so we just we we never put enough value on the little things you know moving the needle just a little bit every day makes huge a huge difference I mean it's you know like uh, I mean you think about if you read 10 pages of a book every day in a month you've read a 300 page book right yeah. and then in a year you've read 12 of those yeah. which most most Americans don't read a book a single book most Americans like 80% don't read a book after high school I mean that's like insane that if you think insane. about it like any book 
a book, <laughs> a singular <laughs> book. I mean, that's sad. I mean, that explains a lot about our culture. Oh yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, like you could you could read twelve decent sized books a year just by reading ten pages a day. That's crazy. You know? I mean, so it's the little things that make the big things happen. And so anyway. So um, what are some things we're looking forward to this next year? Um, so um, we're going to actually have like a, a studio space where we're going to have to drag out this freaking table. So yeah. I'm pretty pumped about that. I, I know that doesn't maybe impact you guys very much. I think it will. Because I I, I once we will. get over there, our equipment, our, our, our video is going to actually be better. It will be. Um, Production value, you know, I think we can invest in, you know, we've got some ideas for just the way we can lay things out and, and what we can do in that. So I think you're right. I think uh, it'll benefit us. I know one of the areas that'll benefit us is um, the ease of bringing a guest on. You know, people have asked, you know, why we don't do more of that. It is a tremendous pain in the butt. Like, it is, it is more difficult to set up a third microphone on our current setup than it is the two. Um, yeah. And, and the adjustment on that. And you see this, I mean, if, you're, if, you, if you see our video, you can see the space we have. And it's like, it's just awkward. Like, yeah. I don't. I have a I have a fairly large personal space bubble to just to be like next to somebody, and then and then we're all in the same side too. Oh we, yeah. We all look like the Last Supper, Da Vinci's Last Supper up here. <laughs> we're all like trying to turn to look at each other, but and then, I mean it's just weird. I don't <laughs> table for twenty six. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, but uh, yeah, so I'm. I mean, again, I'm looking forward to that being able to just to kind of grow our content, um, to grow the um, quality. Of, of all of this, um, I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Um, in the then there's the potential for um, even other content altogether, you know. So you may be on the lookout for, you know, just something completely different that we get to do. I mean, with the ease of having a studio, it really opens up different um, opportunities for a small series or, or even any number of things. So. Aaron is just now announcing his solo project, I guess. No, there's no solo project. <laughs> I just I just know me and you, and I can just see us, you know, spending some time doing a seven-episode rant on something that, that's oh, not yeah. even connected to this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to make... I'm trying to think of some... We're going to launch a, the Reformed Catholic podcast or something. Oh, Aaron, yeah. Aaron talks to people <sighs> We, we may do... <laughs> A short-run series on why the Catholic Church is a cult. <laughs> oh, gosh. I can finally present my evidence. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know I'm looking forward to, uh, we've talked about it, and we're going to do it again. Is, um, you know, last year, the first thing we started off with was each episode we went through my book, um, the program we use here, and we talked about it. And um, I'm looking forward to being able to do that again now that we're better at what we do and present that in a way that's better. Um, so sometime this next year, I know we'll, we'll probably visit that, at least I would hope we do, um, kind of go through it. Plus, it saves us like, what, 17 weeks of coming up with content, oh, yeah. right? So yeah. that makes our life easier. Um, but, but you know, uh, I don't want to take away from the thing that we, we, we do here, the program that we use here, because we weren't good at the time that we talked about it. Yeah. So it'll be good to talk about that again, you know. And plus, every time you, you know, you you go through something or read something, you know, we're, we're a year older, a year more, you know, of life experience. And just so the way we look at things or, you know, uh, the way we we can talk about it and, and how it's talk, you know uh, impacted people in our ministry and stuff, you know that that'll be different. And so being able to, like I said, just kind of revisit that, I'm gonna look forward to doing that again um, and improving the way that we did it um, <laughs> over the first time. So that I know that's, but yeah, I'm looking forward to being in a in a legit like dedicated podcast oh, yeah. space. That's gonna be so nice. To, oh yeah. <laughs> to not have to move this table anymore. Um, Though I kind of want to keep the base, you know. It is nice. Yeah. But. Many of you don't know this too, but this is an electric table. I don't understand the purpose of it outside of us, but for some reason it, it's got a button that we can raise and lower the height. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what it would be. In case before. we want to put some treadmills under here and walk while yeah, we do our podcast. I, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I can get behind a bike, you know, yeah. do some bikes up here. There you know. go. I, well, you know, I, you know me, I can do that too. Um, I'm looking forward to getting more people. We are going to have, I know we already have uh, our next uh, victim, I mean, uh, guest in mind yeah. for um, to have on the podcast. And so having more um, guests come on. Oh, yeah. Um, because I know, obviously, our wives especially get tired of listening to us talk. Um, oh, yeah. 
yours more she so did, apparently yeah. she, more she than quit mine. right at the beginning yeah so. she's like heck no i'm and not 49 doing weeks ago I'm she was like yeah forget you. this yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's going to be good. I know that's the thing that, that I know that that those are the episodes that get the most engagement. The people that yeah. you know when we have somebody, obviously, which makes sense. I mean, everybody loves stories. Stories, oh, yeah. stories communicate better than anything. And to hear the, the you know people's stories about how their lives were changed about um, through through Jesus and the stuff that we're doing through at our ministry here, um, nothing nothing is better than that. And so uh, yeah, looking definitely looking forward to that. But yeah, it'll it will help us immensely to be in a place where we can do that. You know, a little bit more of a dedicated space yeah. um, because most of the time we have to record this is it's early in the day, in the middle of the day, you know, middle of the week when people aren't available. And so being yeah. able to have that, you know, we can't pop this up here on a Sunday. When <laughs> when people are here, but we could go over there, you know, on a Sunday afternoon or something, and yeah, we could when nobody's using that space, and um, so that that'll really help us out. So definitely looking forward to that. Anything else we're looking forward to? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to well, I'm just looking forward to you know what we're doing here in our ministry. I mean, we're doing some really good things, and um, looking forward to we're about to run into our um, tailgate season. So we are. if you were in the area, our tailgate is June fifth at five thirty is our first one. So Having yeah, a lot we're of talking. Meat. Yeah, we're talking the ministry. Um, yeah, some things on that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to breaking three hundred this year. I think yep. that's uh, right around the corner. Um, you know, as far as a uh, Monday night goes, you know, we for the year have maintained an average. So there's 18 uh, Mondays that we've been through. We're still at 233, yeah. I believe, for the average. It was 238 in attendance, <clears throat> um, which, again, if you're not numbers people and you don't really understand, like, okay, is that a big deal? It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Um, it's bigger than the vast majority of churches in our country and ministries of that particular nature. You know, we're, we're kind of in a... a a niche um, here, and most ministries of this nature are um, a few dozen people, and that's large. Um, yes. Um, so to have a, a couple hundred and potentially a few hundred around the corner um, is insanity. Um, it just it makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it just continues to blow my mind because I've been in here um, longer than than Aaron has, and to see where we've come from. Um, and yeah, I mean, to think that on a Monday, on a Monday, Monday night at 7 PM, we run more people than most churches do on a Sunday. Yeah. And then, you know, definitely more than, um, a recovery ministry. Oh, yeah. But I mean, to think that we, when we started meeting after COVID, I think our first meeting was like 20, 22 people. Yeah. And now we have more volunteers then. serving on a Monday to help us run a service than we had in our first meeting. Yeah. We've had. I was just pulling my numbers here. We have. We've had one one Monday this year with less than two hundred people. Yeah, and that, that, and that particular was spring was, break. Yeah, it was spring break and um, sickness and yeah. spring break and um, so it's amazing what God is doing. Well, you know, again, it goes back to what we were talking about before. Um, you know, the stuff that we do, especially the churchy churchy people, to hear us, the way we talk. You know, it's, it's offensive, and it shouldn't work according to them. You know, uh, you're gonna you're gonna alienate people. You're gonna run people off, and it's like, man, I think the place we're at in our maybe maybe in the '50s or something. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, where we're at in our culture, man, the thing that we the, the big C church has got to stop doing, and and I think it's part of what we we're, we're doing here, and I think that's what works is that. We gotta, you know, we gotta stop hiding from saying the truth, you know, and oh, yeah. stop being milly mouth about it, and stop walking around it, you know, and being. Um, we're in a we're in a fight culturally, and uh, whether whether you want to realize it or not, and whether you want to engage in it or not, and the side that that cares the most is gonna win, you know, the side that wants to be left alone in history is always lost, you know. I just want to be left alone. I just want to do. It. It's like no, we gotta take hard stances on what it is we believe. Um, that doesn't mean we we become hateful or that we don't care about people and and, and everything that we say, regardless how you know blunt we say it it's out of a place of love yeah it's we, because we care it's because we care we want people to get better i just absolutely hate it to see people that have been going through a recovery and have been doing well 
to see them fall back into whatever it is they were addicted to. I mean, I just, I just hate it. And it's just because it's just like, man, they were doing so good and they were getting their life together and they were making so much progress. And it, it just, it just hurts my heart. Um, and for somebody who doesn't have a lot of feelings, you know, I'm, you know, I mean it when I say like, I, I really feel bad when I see that happen. Um, and so, yeah. And, and that's why we, we talk the way we do in the, in, um, well, I think we're in a culture that's hungry for truth. I yeah. mean, when you look out there, the counterculture right now is, um, man, it's a bag of lies, right? Yeah. <laughs> where, where do people get to turn to that somebody is saying something that's true, that we all know to be true? Because there's all these other things that are presented as truth that we all know is a lie, but we're not bold enough um, or courageous enough to stand up and say, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> that's not yeah. right at all. Um, so people are looking for that because everything else out there is disingenuine. It's false. Um, I mean, and, and I'm talking everything. You look at right now relationship trends where people just kind of date. Well, that's that's not real. Um, that's false. That's, so, that's the world's relationships, right? So it's not a genuine thing. It's not of God. We look at the way um, people deal um, with uh, just the sex culture in general, and we won't get into that right now, but it's you know presented mm -hmm. with um, falsehood after falsehood. Um, um, I mean, everything, parenting and, and money, and it's just... The culture's presented lies that so much of us know to, to be not true. And so I think, again, it's uh, what, what we've done shouldn't be so profound, um, but it seems to be. It's just, all right, we're just going to be bold in the truth. Um, we're going to present it in love, and I'm we're not going to be concerned about your feelings so much as we are the truth. Um, again, I want to love you, and I think we do a good job at that too. I mean, I don't think anybody ever feels mistreated by me except for the guy that I threw out last night. Um, <laughs> Maybe usually. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, forget her. Um, but, you know, for the most part, you know, we just do that, and people have leaned into it. And I'll be honest, like, uh, there are a couple things. Um, one, um, I... Uh, I almost just want to see how far you know we can take it, and, <laughs> um, at time, in a healthy way. And again, I want to be healthy, and I want to honor God and all that. Um, so it's not just to be um, any way other than that, um, because I believe Jesus, and that's what I'm looking for. Like Jesus was bold, um, and he presented truth. Um, and I think that's what the church again, and in America at least, has aired so hard on the side of grace that they've missed the truth part. Um, and so, just really trying to. It's been one of the things in my heart. How do we pursue, pursue it the way Jesus did it? Because he didn't back away um, from anything. Um, he was offensive, whether you want to believe that or not. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was he was culturally offensive on multiple levels. Hippie Jesus, he loved everybody. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, that's one of the things I'm stirred up to pursue. Um, and the other is um, just this uh, mindset of... I get to be a spectator Christian um, and not really be engaged in the things of God. Um, and so, man, I'm really stirred up, one, to be bold in truth. And the part of that truth is to, to get up off your butt and, and do stuff. And, and again, that's kind of the whole premise that what we've done is built on is action. Um, we're called yeah. to action, right? It's uh, We're no longer on the sidelines. And as we've done all of those things, um, I think God's honored what we've done because, you know, we, we didn't build this. No. Um, God's hand's clearly on it, and it's from God, again, to have, um, for what's taken place, for that to have taken place, um, in my opinion, it can only be um, of God and from God. So. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I am uniquely unqualified to, to have grown <laughs> what we have grown here. Um, I'm not a people person. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not an emotional person. And that's like two of the main things you need to have to deal with recovery people because they're both, they're, they're very emotional people. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the last person to, to relate uh, to them um, because I don't cry at the drop of a hat like some of them do, you know, and, and that's just, you know, the way God, God made me. But, um, and so, but I mean, and that's what the Bible tells us, you know, out of our weakness, you know, God, yeah. God will show his glory and he has. Um, and so it absolutely has been what God has done. It's just, you know, us, you know, just constantly trying to, you know, man, God, what do you want us to do and where do you want us to be? And, you know, it's just always to be bold with what we're talking about and to be unashamed about our faith and, and you know, not to have this faith that we pull out of our pocket on a Sunday and say, oh, look at me, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm Christian. I'm going to show up to church on a Sunday. I'm going to put it back in there and go live my life like I don't, you know, it's like, no, that's not. 
my worldview is shaped by who I am as in Christ. And that's, that's, that's where I begin. You know, that's where I, I begin with my decisions and, and how I live my life. And that's how I'm going to live my life. And, and if you listen to this and you're not in, a, a, you know, addiction or not really in, a, you know, recovery doesn't relate to you, man, I, I hope that's the one thing that we get across to you is that your worldview should come through, you know, your faith and that you start to live like you believe what you say you believe. Um, because that's what we need right now yeah. is people to actually be- to live their life like they actually believe that Jesus Christ was a person that died and rose again for your sins and was God in the flesh and that and that that's a real thing um, because that I guess it, we just don't have that you know nowadays in our culture we, we kind of we pay lip service but we don't live it out and um, uh, we need we need to be bold we need to be unapologetic in our in our, in our truth in the truth and and what we believe and like I said you can do that without being hateful and condemning people and um, you know you just say you know this is this is who I am this is what I believe and I, and I don't agree with you know these things of the world and that's you know there's no hate there this just this is who I am this is what I believe you can do that and be bold and and steadfast in that and so I do hope that is something that we continue to, to push as um, we go into this next year and in our new studio, and I, I shouldn't call it a studio. I mean, that's that's pretty, uh, I don't know, loose, <laughs> loose <laughs> definition of ever. I mean, our glorified um, closet. Yeah, it's but um, our new dedicated space. Yeah, <laughs> always say to, It'd to be podcast much better than what we have. Yeah, it'll be better than what we have. Yeah, we don't have. Look forward to a studio. Random day, people but... walking in. Like, <laughs> you guys can't see that either behind it, but we'll yeah. be talking. So and hopefully, you can't hear them like, sometimes. You're like. Uh, are you guys doing something? Yeah. <laughs> and we just kind of ignore them and keep going, and then they get, yeah, well, yes, they oh, were. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are doing something. Um, anyway. <laughs> All right. But uh, we would like you, again, to reach out to us as we grow this. It's for you. We we do this. Um, even though we joke about stroking our own egos, it's really, I mean, the investment here is for um, you all that are seeking and endeavoring to grow. So we would like to know some things that you would like us to talk about and touch on for the upcoming year. Um, so, again, you can uh, shout it at our face when you see us next, or you can email us at info at cedarpoint.church. Um, if you're in a place of despair um, or just need help, reach out to us. Um, you can call the church office at 918-283-2221. We would love just to, again, to, to have the opportunity to journey with you, to minister to you. It's what we're called um, to do. It's what we're here for. Um, so please do not struggle alone. Um, but uh, we are grateful for you guys. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, all of that. Um, like, share the content. Um, again, I cannot push the importance of that enough, but uh, we do. We love you guys. Thank you for the last 52 weeks. Um, looking forward to 53 next week, and we'll see you right back there.